You're listening to The Self-Worth Edit, the podcast inspiring South Asian women and beyond to quit playing small and start trusting the power and wisdom within. Join me, Noshin, on Mondays as I share insightful conversations, tips for healthier ways of thinking, and lessons in healing our relationships with ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to The Self-Worth Edit. Here we go. Hey, hey, welcome to the last episode of 2020. This one will be short and sweet. And what I want to talk about today is reflecting on the year we have just had. So I will give you some personal reflection questions that I have been asking myself as 2020 has come to a close so you can apply them for yourself as well. Whether you've been here listening to the Self-Worth Edit podcast from back when I first started earlier this year in June, or if you've just recently discovered this show, please take a couple seconds, 30 seconds, let's say, to pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review of the show if you have the time. All right, into the reflection questions for 2020. First, why do this? Why take the time to pause and reflect and ask yourself certain questions? Often at the end of the year, we start planning for the next year, right? And I do believe it's important to set intentions and have a sense of what direction you're going in life and in the new year timeframe provides a great opportunity to do that. And that's something we'll actually get into more in next week's episode. But we have to also know where we're coming from. What is working and isn't working? What lessons can we actively integrate into our life stories as we build our lives year by year? And of course, you can and should do this more frequently. You can do this weekly, monthly, quarterly, but the new year has this effect, right? It naturally lends itself to be a time of reflection and planning. So 2020, there is no way I could sum up in a few words what 2020 has been like for everyone, because what we've learned clearly is that while, yes, we are all experiencing something inside the collective, the way that we're experiencing this and our individual experiences are still very much a part of it as well. You may hear people saying with pride, wow, in 2020, I really found a way to learn so many lessons and thrive. And what an incredible year. And wondering, was 2020 actually the best year of our lives? And the thing to remember is for them, and maybe for you, maybe it was, but that we cannot blanket statement something like that. And to remain sensitive that this is a time for individual reflection. And you should celebrate your individual wins and successes. And personally, I believe we all should try to find at least one reason to smile and celebrate and find hope. But I say that also knowing that for some people, 2020, your biggest win may have been that you survived. And that too is a win. 2020 may have brought grief and loss into your life. Does that mean it did not bring lessons as well? That's only you can know the answer to that. 2020 may not have brought grief and loss into your life, and perhaps instead it brought more gratitude to your life. Ultimately, unless we pause to think about what the year has meant and not meant for us individually, which threads from the year we want to continue to bring with us and which we want to leave behind, what the year has taught us or opened us up to, 
whatever that is, if you haven't paused to take a breath in a while in this wild year, then this is a great time to do so. The questions I'm going to present you with are questions that I asked myself and journaled about recently. I highly recommend journaling your answers and taking some time to really be with yourself to reflect. But if you cannot do that or that's not your vibe, you can also simply pause and think about them. All I suggest is some sort of dedicated time to be with these questions rather than being rushed and thinking about them at a super high level. And hey, if you want to think about your these questions and your answers to them in the shower, in silence, if that's your quiet time, by all means, but do yourself a favor if you can and give yourself, you know, 15 or 20 or 30 minutes at some point in your day or this week to think about your answers to these questions, and to become aware. So the first question to ask yourself that I asked myself was, what brought you the most joy in 2020? What brought you the most joy? And the reason I start with this question is I want to become really present and aware of not what necessarily looked like picture perfect joy and looked on Instagram like it would have brought me joy, but what actually genuinely made me feel happy, fulfilled. I want to become aware of this and you want to become aware of this so that once you know, you can actively create more of this for yourself going forward. So some examples of what brought me the most joy this year included spending time with loved ones. Specifically, I loved spending time with my baby niece who was born in February. She is one of the highlights of my year and one of the lights of my life right now. Also reconnecting with old friends and deepening existing friendships brought me a lot of joy. Quality conversations with my family brought me joy. Dreaming of how I want to spend my upcoming year brought me joy when I thought of what I really want for my life and how I will get it. Walking to get coffee and sit out by the lakefront this year brought me joy. Taking time for meditation and expressing gratitude brought me joy. My own self-love and self-talk brought me joy. So there's a range here between the things I actively did for myself, little parts of my days, and experiences with other people. So that's a snapshot of what brought me the most joy in 2020. So ask yourself, what brought you the most joy in 2020? Next, on the other side of that, what brought you the most inner turmoil? What irritated you the most, frustrated you the most, made you anxious? For me, my answers for this included moments where I was not aligned with the kind of person I want to be. So If I lost my cool at a family member or with my loud upstairs neighbors and, you know, got into a space of feeling frustrated. I also felt turmoil when I faced fear. Now, there are a couple instances this year when I faced my fears and it was in a good way, but it's important for me to recognize, oh, there was turmoil there. So if I feel turmoil around fear in the future, that's different from feeling turmoil around not living as the person I want to live as, right? So it tells me what instances of turmoil to tolerate and which to change. What also brought me inner turmoil was dwelling on some things in my past, comparing myself to other people, lack of clarity on some of my ambitions and projects. So this is a sampling. And the reason to ask this question is to know what is in our locus of control that relates to this, that creates inner turmoil so that we can do something about it. And what will we do about it? And the very first thing we can do about it is what this question prompts, is to become aware of what those things are. 
so that when we notice we're facing inner turmoil going forward, we can know either, oh, this is necessary turmoil, this is going to get me somewhere I need to go, or how can I stop doing the action or being in the situation or being in contact with the person that is causing this unnecessary inner turmoil. So with those first two questions, we're now setting ourselves up to focus on actively cultivating more joy in our lives and decreasing turmoil. The third question is what went well or what were wins from the year? So this is not necessarily the same as moments that bring joy. This is actual successes, however you define success. For me, these included getting on top of and in control of my finances, keeping consistent with therapy, starting this podcast and hearing from people that it is helping them, learning how to live alone and value my own company, finding ways to uplift my own mood when I was feeling really down, and more. So what were your wins in 2020? And the final question I asked myself to reflect and that I would encourage you to ask yourself is, where do you wish you would have shown up differently to be more aligned with your values? Now, if you have not listened to the values episode of this podcast from earlier this year, I highly recommend going back to it. The values exercise I go over in that podcast was one of the best things I did this year for myself, and I even created a worksheet for you to go along with it. Once you have your values defined for yourself and ranked, now they become a sort of touchstone that you can check in with regularly. Are you living in alignment? Are you living in alignment? Because if, when and if you are living in alignment with your values, so long as they still hold true to you, That's how you, again, activate your joy and your purpose and mitigate some of that turmoil. There were a couple points this year when I realized I was not living my values. And this has definitely impacted some things I have in the works for my life for 2021. And because I had my values defined, I was able to first check in and say, is it that I'm living out of alignment with my values or is it that my values are no longer my values or in this order? And for me, the answer was, no, these are still my values. I simply am not living by them. That's where the disconnect was. And so now I know a couple specific things I can do to change that. So this provides a really good jumping off point for looking ahead to what you want to be doing in 2021 or the new year or new phase of your life. I'm sure you can relate to this, but 2020 went nothing like I imagined. At the start of 2020, the first couple months in, I thought this was going to be a completely different kind of year for my life. Along that scale, that spectrum of survive and thrive, This year, I had days where I was at the extreme of surviving, and I had days when I was at the extreme of thriving. And of course, you know, I think we could apply that to any year, but this year more so was unusual. And what I think is so interesting when I look back at my 2020 is I didn't get the year that I thought I wanted and needed. I got the year and the experience that I actually needed. Because, yeah, I was living alone, but my plans were not to spend as much time with myself as I actually ended up doing because of the situation that we have all been in. My plan was to, honestly, if I reflect back, was to keep my social calendar and my professional calendar very full. 
Instead, what I was guided toward or was given, you know, what we all were given, but my interpretation of my year is, nope, you're going to live alone and be alone and learn to get to know yourself. And that is a step that you can't miss, Noshin. So that's what we're going to do right now. So that's how I choose to view it, to frame it for myself, to accept it, because I could just as easily do the flip of this, right? I could just as easily say, wow, 2020 was the year that proved to me that I'm going to be alone forever because I can't meet anyone and I can't get out there. And this is my life now. Like I'm meant to just be alone in love, alone in friendship, you know, whatever it is. I could, I could tell myself whatever narrative I want to, but I'm choosing that 2020 was the year that I got the gift of getting really reacquainted with myself. And it laid the foundation for hopefully wonderful things to come. I say that, you know, it's, it's, I've had a lot of privilege throughout this year and I won't ignore that. I won't mitigate it. It is the reason, part of the reason that I've, that I'm able to think this way, right? Part of that is that's how I challenge myself to think about life in general. But part of it is, you know, there were a lot of things that could have gone wrong that did. And there were a lot of things that could have got gone wrong for me this year that did not. So think where you are, reflect for yourself. There, These questions, these four questions cover a range, right? They cover the good and the bad. So because we need both, we need to think about both sides of the coin to know where we're at and where we're going. So I hope you'll take some time to reflect on these four questions. I hope you have an absolutely beautiful end to 2020 and start to 2021. Wherever you are in the world, I am sending you hope and love and peace and prosperity and toasting with you. May we all have a happy new year and we will talk on the other side, my friends.